you're listening to a Mash Those Buttons podcast. Visit mashthosebuttons.com for a full podcast schedule. Welcome to another episode of Watchpoint Radio, Mash Those Buttons podcast dedicated to Overwatch and its community. I am Jared, also known as John, and I'm here with Bobby Schistler, also known as Blazing Bob. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, and this is episode number 90. We are recording on January 9th for release on January 10th. Uh, we have a couple things to talk about. Obviously, Overwatch League is starting tomorrow, but guess what? This show is not going to focus around that, so that's not really going to happen. Uh, but we are going to be talking about uh, patch notes. We got, we do have a PTR report. We're going to be talking a bit about placements because uh, there's been some buzz around that recently. And we're going to talk a little bit about Reinhardt and his current state and whether he needs a buff or not. Uh, but before we get into all of that, I'd like to welcome... Anyone who is listening for the very first time, thank you for checking out Watchpoint Radio. Out of all the other you know, podcasts you could be listening to, you listen to us, so thank you very much. Uh, f- just to let you know, we do talk about Overwatch news and some esports and competitive, but when we do talk about those items, the main focus of the show is still the community and the state of the game, so that's our primary focus here. If you enjoy the show, you can follow us on Twitter at Watchpoint Radio, and we'd love to have you on Discord, which is discord.me slash mash those buttons. You can come and join our conversations there. It's all around good time. It's a fucking party in there, right, Bob? Party, party. Yep. Yeah. It's a good time. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but we would also like to thank any returning listeners as well. As always, thank you guys. We would not be here if it wasn't for you listening every week so thank you very much for listening to another episode of watchpoint radio and i'd like to thank any new subscribers we have i think i saw two uh, big juicy hogs subscribed to the channel thank you very much and i believe last week the dude abides subscribed to the show as we were were streaming so thanks and a lot you two me right before we went live oh you too bob well thanks that's, bob well that's how i use the emote i figured you'd catch on to that no, I didn't even see that. I didn't even know. Like, I, I was like, oh, I didn't know he could use the emote in here. Oh, well. And I just went about my business. It I wasn't really thinking about it too much. <laughs> well, thank you very much, Bob. Uh, we did have some community feedback this week as well. We had an iTunes review from Cody Alfar. I believe I'm saying that correctly. Cody Alfar. AKA Thrill. Yes. It says, amazing podcast with relatable hosts. Probably my favorite OW podcast. Constantly, constantly looking forward to the next episode. Awesome host. Great community. Thank you very much for giving us the rating and the review. And we are really happy that you enjoy Watchpoint Radio on a weekly basis. Uh, the next piece of community feedback we got was actually it was from Twitter. Uh, Mike Cohen. I believe I'm saying that correctly. Uh, great show, John and Bob. Have to agree with Ja regarding Junkrat. He is OP. Needs adjusting it. Uh, needs adjusting also need to make hanzo scatter arrow do half damage tired of dying two arrow shot at my feet from 10 yards out lol looking forward to more watchpoint radio 
this year. Shouldn't have such big feet. <laughs> <laughs> no, I actually don't have a, a tremendous problem. I, 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 I guess I've just come accustomed to the Hanzo arrow at this point. Even though I still think it's like it's horse shit when he does into a tank. I think that's it's a bit much. It is quite a bit one. of damage to a tank. Yeah, I was like, he can one shot an Arissa. Uh, he can one shot a uh, Azaria. I think it's that needs to be addressed. But you know. It's it's a different story, not not a completely different story for everybody else, but it is like it is annoying. And while it's not a incredibly easy shot to make, um, it's also not incredibly difficult too. Yeah, so I mean, once you get it down, it's it also depends on the map too. Uh, stairs in uh, in inclines these all like change it quite a bit. I'd I'd like to see a rework of Hanzo, and I think it is coming. I just don't know yeah. what they're going to do because without Scatter, Scatter Arrow, there's no reason you would pick him over Widow, really. I disagree, though. I th- this is why I disagree uh, because he can give you location data more frequently than Widow can. True. It is sometimes where we'll be like setting up a game and I'm just kind of like, I kind of want to ask for Hanzo, but I don't want to make anybody angry. <laughs> well, and, uh, you listen to the Hanzo prepared to attack. I'd never even thought about it. I'd always fire the Sonic Arrow as soon as we left the gate, thinking that gave my team a good amount of information. But that information isn't good until you're about to make the team fight push. So waiting until you get up there and your team's about to pounce is when you should be using that. And I just, I'd always thought it would be more use, useful to use right off the bat. But once he said that, it made a lot of sense. Well, yeah, like actually after that prepare to attack, I I didn't play Hanzo in comp, but I did spend about two days in quick play just kind of playing with Hanzo that way and getting to know him a bit better. Uh, you like for, for basically like I didn't realize how how big of a farm tanks were for his alt. I had my alt like oh, yeah. every minute and some change farming off of like Roadhog and people like that. He's really and, good against triple tank, which a lot of people do not know. They think it's a it's it's a bad thing, but he gets his alt every team fight. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 pretty frequent, and that's like you know it's another. Thing. I mean, I think within about. An hour, no, not an hour, but let's say about two hours after I started, like just playing only Hanzo, I was like sixty percent on Scatter Arrow at that point. So that's what I'm saying. It's not incredibly difficult to do, <laughs> you know. Uh, it went from me aiming more to me being able to do it from a reactionary thing, like a soldier comes around and corner, like, "Oop, you're erased. <laughs> like goodbye. Enjoy your walk back from spawn." <laughs> I I wish it had any other use besides shooting at feet, but it really doesn't. I mean, you can shoot it into a like a room, but it really isn't going to do much. Yeah, it, it, that that is the thing. Like you kind of need them all to work together, but uh, it is what it is right now. But maybe down the line we'll see a Hanzo rework. But the problem is, I, I Hanzo Hanzo's a high skill cap character, right? And you don't want to take a high skill cap character and turn them into a character that everybody can use because then that means people who are already hot playing him at a high skill cap will be even more deadly with him than he yeah. was before. It'll be a little ridiculous. So I, I was thinking of rework more along the lines to make him more of a defensive player to make, you know, more things like Sonic Arrow and less, less damage and carry potential, like more of a like he's got different arrows that give your team different benefits, but he's not I'm as deadly. 
Yeah, that might not be a bad idea, but we'll see how that goes. Uh, at this point, we usually do the what you've been playing set. Or, you know, not what you've been playing, but you know, how was your week in Overwatch? But both me and Bob, we went through our placement matches. That's basically what we're going to talk about anyway. Uh, so yeah, we're going to talk about placement matches because I know I know we had experiences in placement matches, and based off of different tweets and things we were hearing, so did a lot of other people. So you want you want to go first, Bob? You just did yours like not long ago. Yeah. Well, let's start out start out at the start of my placements. I went zero and four. I played first day. I went zero and four on my on my sol my solo account uh, i decided to play pretty much predominantly lucio cuz i just wanted to do what the placements have always done and get stats you know the more stats you get it doesn't matter what your record is that's the way it's been the last two seasons and so it's what i set out to do on that account then i was kind of discouraged so i switched over played with mel and in my third placement game, I ran into this random dude yelling my freaking name. <laughs> and I'm like, who is this dude yelling, Bob, Bob, with the really high-pitched voice. And I was like, oh, shit, it's Ja. I've never heard your voice that high. I was, like, very surprised to see you. <laughs> we actually I queued in together on complete accident and got in the same game. Yeah. I I I well, I saw him. I saw Bob say earlier that he was doing a solo placement. So I was like, okay, well, I'm gonna. I'm not gonna bother him. I'll do my solo placements. And then when I got to Q, he was in the very first match that I was in. I had just switched over to doing duo with Mel, and then we ended up winning that game. We lost a game, and then we won a game. No, we won two more games after that. So we went three and one. Uh, so that was that was good, and then finished up my placements on my solo and my main. My solo dude ended at like twenty seven fifty, and I went one eight and one. I it did I did horrible, but I was like literally the only person on my team on on fire for many of the matches on fire the entire time. I had crazy stats with Lucio. I went down two hundred SR. So really, <laughs> two yeah two hundred almost on the dot, and now I'm down to twenty five uh, fifty something, and that was weird to me because. It didn't matter. I did the same thing with him the last two seasons and placed, you know, 200 points higher and didn't like one of the seasons I was five and I, I was five and five. Then I end five and five on my main account. And I placed three SR higher than I was last last season. Like three SR higher going five and five, which just like led me to believe, I don't know about how yours went or if the day mattered or something's weird, but it really looked like there was like a 200 point scale or 250 point scale. And your record actually mattered because five and five, I was exact same SR I was before basically. And then one, eight and one, Two two hundred down, it didn't feel like the skill based SR system. And playing, it's hard to tell on my main because I played so many different characters. 
But I played almost all Lucio and had like, I mean, I had gold, I had gold healing almost every, almost every single game. So I'm really confused on how the the SR system's still intact, or I don't know if there's if they went back to taking some away from you. I've heard a lot of people place like quite a bit lower than they were the season before. I just don't know what's going on. It was very weird and did not feel like the place, the placements, the last two seasons prior. Yeah, so I, I actually, I know, I think, I believe it, I, it was not Rob from OmniClab also placed quite a bit lower than he did normally, which is odd. Yep. So, I mean, I, in my experience, so I placed, so I played, I placed Big Chocolate, but for me, Big Chocolate's placements aren't really placements. It's just an opportunity for me to try to get, you know, somebody up to a higher rank. So I it didn't I didn't really care about my my gameplay there, but I still placed like twenty six something I think uh, twenty six something I placed there. I can't even tell you my SR for Big Chocolate right now. I just know I'm within a thousand SR of silver, so I can play with those people. So <laughs> um, for Church of Jai, it was a little different though. I was very pissed at those at the result of those games because. Last season, I got hit. I, I had like a, a major losing streak that pushed me down. Uh, I started the season at 27, like 10 or something like that. And I got pushed down to like 2,500. And then I kind of got discouraged from playing that account. I was like, you know, whatever. I'll just leave it. It doesn't make a difference. So I start playing my placements again, and I'm like ripping these guys apart. Like I put in in Discord, I posted my stats from the night when I got done, and my stats were great for the rank. Like I, I I'm trying to think. Let me see if I can pull it up real quick. But my stats for that night, not one of my stats was below fifty percent in Oversumo. So um, obviously Oversumo, not the Bible. But if you look at Oversumo stats. 50% means you're playing at level. Below 50% means you're playing not not you're not up to snuff with your average rank. Above 50% means you're playing above your average rank. I think the lowest rating I got on one of the characters was like maybe 57%, but most of those ratings were at like 90% and above. And I was doing that all night. I streamed the whole thing. And we I went 6 and 4. And I played Zarya and Orisa. That's all I played. Those were like two of my best characters. And, a and that's all my Reaper. stats. Are. And a little bit of Reaper. Um, and even as Reaper, I was tearing those guys apart. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah. yeah so, yeah, like it was. So you and, saw it wonky too. Like it felt, it felt weird for you too then. It did, especially because I placed, I, my placements put me at 2530 when I got done. Like, yeah. I'm not saying I should have been a diamond, but. With me in placements, tearing these people apart on these characters, and you still place me down here to play with them, you know? It seems so weird, yeah. And I don't know what the deal is, because it's definitely different than last season. Something's different, and they didn't tell us what it is. So if they made a change, like they should have let us know. I don't know if they're trying to keep that stuff quiet, but... I don't know. It that just really sucked to get done and be like, okay, well, I've done everything I was supposed to do according to your system. I guess it is gaming the system. You could say that, like you're supposed to just win, but 
it's been that way forever and it's just kind of a bummer to find if that's if it's changed it's a bummer to find out that it's changed without them telling you and you being able to prepare properly well they specifically tell you that it is a performance based system so you get on your best character and you try your best and that's what i did so like last season when i did placements I wasn't even playing my best character. I was playing Zen, which I like to play, and I did well enough with him to get 2,700. But I think if I would have actually played Arisa Zarya, I would have got placed higher last season than I did with Zen last season. Um, but this season, I was like, you know what? All right, fine. I'm actually going to make a concerted effort to get to Diamond this season. So let me start off with my, be- like, with my best characters, my two big girls. And I'm going to go. Like, and that's what I did. And I, I'm sorry, but I played well. There's nobody who can tell me I did not play well yeah, and for, those matches. For me, there's very few people playing Lucio. So I guarantee I was at the top 1% of people playing in plat placement games. So exactly. I do not understand <laughs> what the heck is going on. Yeah, it was like, let me see if I can pull it up real quick. It was it had some it, some outrageous that like when I looked at my like uh Zarya, it was like you're playing 90% or 90 you're playing better than 97% of other Zarya players in platinum. I'm like it doesn't feel like it not with my placements, you know. We'll say uh one thing that um you know, it's kind of on the same topic but a little different is during the first game that we played together on Watchpoint Gibraltar. I was playing Junkrat, and we had played, uh, we were on D, and I was looking at my stats, and I'm, I've am i got silver damage and bronze kills. No, it was bronze of both, bronze damage and, uh, and, and bronze kills. And I'm talking to my chat, and I'm like, I'm not doing very good on Junkrat. And someone in my chat, I can't remember, I think it was Nasty, I can't remember was like, listen, dude, no one has come up where you have denied space. Yeah, you haven't gotten a whole lot of stats, but you've completely uh, corralled them into one area and your team's taken advantage of that. You've done your job great. You're actually, you know, caring, but you can't, no one can see that. The SR system can't, can't see that nobody can it does nothing for you so i thought that was real in- interesting because i'm sitting here thinking man i'm sucking but yeah I, I was nobody was coming up top or in that that uh that side room i was completely denying it and i thought that was pretty interesting because i had stats the stats were shit right yeah that's one of those things that where you would think that you know, you're doing good in the game, but you're going to get shit on by the system because of that, you know, because, you know, you're doing what you're supposed to do. Yeah, because I was about to jump down and start trying to get some damage, you know, and try start trying to make up for that. So I felt like I was doing something and then I ended up staying up there and they and en- they ended up never getting to the top of the hill after they go under the bridge. I mean, yeah. we, we held them to that first point and they didn't even get around the corner uh so i thought i was just you know i'm just gonna stay up here and do that just just like i was doing and then i did catch up some when we went on offense uh but i mean we we won on offense so fast because we had held it so close on on d it it, i only got to like silver of each Mm. but still you know that's a 
point where metals and the system can't see what certain characters are doing. It's real good at grading a tracer. If tracer's not getting kills, she's not doing well. Right. But they have other stats that can show that that other characters are well. I mean, like they do track, let's say, for example, block damage, right? You know, my average block damage for Saturday night, I would have to say, is somewhere between 27,000 and 30,000 each match. Well, you you're back, just remember my Junkrat point was a separate topic, really, just more yeah. on the SR system in general, not on our topic of, like, what's going on with the SR system. So I kind of took us off there. So I just wanted to make sure you knew that that was just something interesting that I went through during placements. Yeah, I got that part, Bob. Thank you. Okay, sorry. Well, I don't know if the, I don't know if the audience did or not. I was just trying to clarify. Okay, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, but that's the thing. Like, they, I, I don't know what they're. I, I, sometimes I do wish that they would clarify what they're tracking for each character. Uh, you know, because if they if they're tracking different things for each character or for each type of character, like you know, tanks, like Reinhardt and Zarya, not Reinhardt Zarya, but Reinhardt Rest should definitely be judged by how much damage they mitigate off the team. You know, you know, Diva may be a little bit more of a mix. Zarya is definitely you know more of a mix. Uh, you know how how high is her average energy stuff like that? We don't know, but the thing that just makes me upset is just it's just like when I play those characters that I play, I specifically only play those characters. I had to play Reaper because somebody they picked up double. Um, they picked like before I got into the game, they picked up two tanks. I was like, fine. So the first game I played Soldier. The second game I played Reaper. Um, it was a uh, King of the Hill map, but the characters I played. I did everything right. Azaria, high energy in some matches. I thought the blind gentleman watched me play one game. I definitely didn't have high energy, but it almost didn't matter because we were just destroying these people anyway with with zero energy. Uh, but a lot of the games I had high energy. I had high damage. I you know had decent amount of blocking with my shields. You know when I was playing Arissa, I had. Um, you know, a, a good amount of final blows, a good amount of hero damage, uh, definitely a lot of blocking across the board. I'm like, what else do you want from me to place me higher? What it felt like is that they just basically kept me where I was last season. Same thing with Big Chocolate. Big Chocolate is basically in the same place that he left off last season. You know, yeah, and it definitely dropped me down playing well, but losing all of the the matches which i think is okay i just i'm kind of pissed that it happened and it is definitely different than the grading system from placements for the last two seasons Mm. yeah i mean like it's it's kind of funny because whenever i end up having going either like breaking even like five five or going positive i end up playing low uh, placing lower than i would expect but there was one season I went one and nine in placements and I placed like twenty eight fifty or something like that. Yep. You know, which was a hundred SR higher than I had gotten than my highest the season before. I think that was season six, if I remember correctly, for years. Season six, you know, or maybe season five, I can't remember. But yeah, I got, season six when they first changed it to where you don't lose automatically like two hundred. No, it was a season right before that. So it would be five if that was six. Hmm. Yeah. So, but yeah, that's the thing. Like, I uh, when I go negative, I end up placing higher. But this was like really, this is pretty ridiculous. I'm in the middle of my Xbox places now. I only have one more to go, 
And it's the same situation, right? Where I'm getting into a game, I'm playing Zarya, I'm ripping the enemies apart, and you know we'll we'll win. Right now, um, I think I've lost four. I'm like I'm nine and not nine and four, but like, that'd be five and four at this point. Um, so I don't know. We'll we'll see. But I was pretty. I was pretty pissed on Saturday. I, I actually apologize to everybody who's watching the stream because I was like, okay, I'm done. And then I turned off the stream as soon as it came up. I was like, I saw your no, tweet apologizing for it. Nothing good was about to come out of my mouth. Nothing good was going to come up. I was so pissed off that that happened. Because <laughs> it just bothered Start me. It's breaking like, shit. It's like people are like, okay, well, yeah, if you're playing Zarya that well, if you're playing Arista that well, you should be able to climb. It's, this is a team-based game. I can't carry, you know, Platinums on my back here. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing. Like, so now like, I, like, I have to play, like, like I, the first, I played a couple matches already, and I, I think I've, I've, I've lost one and one two. And the one that I lost, we lost because we just had, uh, we had a DPS who could not hit shit. He was playing soldier and he could not hit shit. I even said, Hey, do you want to swap off to something else? Do you guys want to change roles here so that we can, you know, try to do something? And they didn't say anything. So I was like, fuck, we ended up losing. That's the type of shit you really got to deal with when you're in in lower ranks, you know, no no matter how, what your performance is. Like, sure. I, on that loss, I only lost 18 SR, you know, so I had to be doing well. (laughs) <laughs> you, yeah. you know so but like still it's it's a pain in the ass like you know oh you'll climb eventually like dude like i don't want to have to go through that i almost feel like like lots of times if i'm playing soldier and going after a fair that's really hard i'll try and be like hey guys i'm having trouble with the fair somebody else want to try and take her out and then that leaves that dude just staring up in this in space while i can giving me time to kill everybody down below you know with whatever character but such a waste of time to play soldier and try and kill a Pharah that's keeping her her distance. It's it's just a pain in the butt, right? Yeah. So I'm like, sorry. yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't get people that won't switch because when I'm DPS, I definitely tell the team I'm not doing well because I want to say it before they say it to me. Oh, they're probably blaming somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> so, but uh, okay. Let's go ahead. Are you are you good to go? Because we can go ahead and start talking about the patch notes now. Yeah, I'm. I'm just kind of bummed about it, but I'm gonna go. I got a new plan this season. I'm limiting myself on every account, at least for this season, to six, six heroes. I haven't mm. fully decided which six, but it's gonna be a combination of tanks, heals, DPS. But I need to get back to specializing i think i spread myself too thin on hero pool and i just and and i'm not going to play in the lower ranks as as much i'm going to really try to climb back up with my other two accounts so that i can so i can get back up there because it's got it's got me bummed yeah well i know on my solo account and probably jaw too i will only play tanks like arissa and Zarya, and maybe I'll, uh, you know, if I have to, I, I, I can play Reinhardt, I can play Diva, I can play Roadhog as well, I just don't play him as well as the other two, so I'm going to try to stick to the tanks that I know, uh, Zarya fits well almost anywhere, almost anywhere, 
I generally have to switch out to Diva though. If somebody picks Arissa when I pick Zarya, I'm like, uh, it's not going to work out too great. So, uh, there's just but, so many intricate things. You know, there's being able to play a character and then really being able to play a character. And that the really being able to play comes with knowing all the good spots to hide, knowing the good spots to go into, knowing. You know, knowing the intricate things that you can do with that character, which just comes with a lot of play. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I know on on Big Chocolate, I'm going to play whatever is needed. <laughs> that is the thing, so we'll go. But all right, let's go ahead and hop into the patch notes. Patch notes. Okay, so the patch notes were kind of long today. Uh, not a ton of changes or hero changes. We're actually going to be talking about bug fixes. We have a long list of bug fixes to talk about, and we never talk about bug fixes. But you'll see why in a second. But, uh, you know, first and foremost, Owl Team skins are now available if you have not checked out the game yet. Oh, you can yeah. get Overwatch League Team skins. They did give you 100 credits to, or well, tokens, that's what they're called, 100 Overwatch League tokens. You get one of 312 skins yeah <laughs> there there is uh there's hints and it's pretty good hints that you're going to be able to earn tokens at some point fairly soon by watching streams uh, maybe if that's the case i might just what, turn on and just leave it yeah it was, i mean you can I, do that i can't i can't see myself Farm spending tokens. like uh, yeah I can I will farm tokens if I had the opportunity but I really can't see myself uh you spending actual money on league tokens I spent twenty bucks I know just you did forty five minutes ago I know I you got did five skins five of the six tunes I'm gonna be playing <laughs> no I what on Church of Jaw I got Arissa I got the Fusion Arissa on Big Chocolate I got the uh outlaws and yada so and i haven't i haven't logged on the jaw yet so i don't know what i'm going to do with him yet so but yeah the the fusion arissa go ahead sprays are free did you see that i didn't see sprays are free sprays are free oh so i've got three sprays active i've got fuel and then i've got my red x and my circle with a cross through it so i can cross through other people's Spray. <laughs> I know you don't really care about sprays, but I think it's fun to start the match. I do not. I be, I kind of forget that I have them. <laughs> you know, like voice lines. I really don't mm-hmm. care. Um. So yeah, they, you know, Overwatch League skins are available. Um. Oh, Priest just said team player icons too. I didn't even notice that. Good point. Team player yeah, icons. Are I available. did not notice that either. Yeah. So that's all available now. You can also stream Overwatch League games from inside Overwatch. That's what it sounds like. Oh, you can for sure. It, the, well, that's like that, yeah, yeah, that's that's like what, after what the I jumped says. in and saw, you know, I asked you guys, and then after I saw it in there, I mean, it it reads that you're going to be able to do it. Yeah, so you can do that. There's a whole Overwatch League section that has like the the current, you know, not standings, but like the current matchups for the week and stuff like that. And you'll be able to watch the games. So uh, for all you Overwatch League fans, there you go. It's it's finally getting started. There was a weird patch note that me and Bob tried to figure out and we couldn't tried. figure out we tried what hard. we were talking about. We did. 
tried so hard. We got no, not far. And in the end, it doesn't even matter. Yeah, it says weapon accuracy is no longer increased or decreased when shooting Genji's deflect or abilities that block projectiles, e.g. Winston's barriers or maze Winston's barrier projector or maze ice wall. We have no idea what that means because Soldier still gets recoil on his weapon. Uh, yep. Symmetra is still chart. Yeah, yeah. And Sorry, Symmet- you go ahead. Yes, yeah, so I was gonna say Symmetra still gets her charge off of like shields and ice walls and stuff like that. So it's kind of like what, like what are you, like what are they talking about? We really don't know. Well, and then we read into it. It said pro- it said pro- uh, that block projectiles. So we're like, well, maybe hit scan. Maybe that's not. It. So we got on Orissa, who also has recoil. Still have recoil on shooting all the things that are that are mentioned there. So I have no idea what the heck they're talking about. Yeah, yeah. So we don't know, but it's in there. We, if you know what it means, let us know. We'd be grateful. <laughs> uh, console had some interesting change, not interesting changes, but some changes that the console community has been looking for. Looking for. For a while, actually, you know that we had a topic a couple of weeks ago uh, where we talked about how Blizzard's treating the console community as like you know kind of like a stepchild, you know, secondhand. And the author of that post found me on Discord. I guess like he found the show by luck, and he listened to the topic, and he actually reached out to me. His name was Eternity Lotus on Discord, and we had a nice conversation. And he reached out to me again today and said, "Hey, you know." They, uh, with the latest patch on the console, they made some of the changes that we've been asking for. Uh, so, like one would be that players can now bind all communication wheel options to a gamepad button. So they couldn't even, you know, do stuff like say group up before. But you know? now, but now they can. Yeah, like they can bind that to a button, as opposed to uh, you know having to use the wheel. But they can bind that to a button if they wanted to. Uh, another option that they now have, an option to press and hold crouch rather than toggling the ability has been added uh, under options control movement. So now they don't have to, they're not forced to toggle crouch anymore. They can hold crouch. And uh, a slider for friendly aim assist strength has been added to Anna's control options under options control hero. This will make it easier to aim at allies. So a couple things that the console community needs, they are addressing, but there's still tons of stuff, and they've this has taken a really long time. This should have been in the game already, especially something as simple as uh, not you know having options so that you don't have to toggle crouch, you know. Well, so they're they're starting to try now. It looks like we'll see we'll see we'll see the fr- how the frequency of changes go right how okay they got this now is it going to be another four months before you see console patch notes they still need balancing for car- for certain characters on console yeah. torbjorn and symmetra should not be ha- should not have their damage nerfed anymore um there needs to be something done with moira uh regarding her uh, her beam I'm not saying nerf it to the ground, but it is like super easy to just to suck the life out of somebody on console. Uh, so, but yeah, those those have been added. In terms of heroes, uh, Zenyatta. We oh, wait, talked hold about, on, hold ahead. on. Priest just struck one more time, and I think he's right. 
So that accuracy thing, even though they should have stated it correctly, if if that's the case, it should have read weapon accuracy stat is no longer increased or decreased when shooting. We did not test that, but I bet he's right. But they oh, missed the word sense. stat. Yeah, that would that would actually make a lot of sense because right now you can kind of <laughs> you can actually fluff your uh, your weapon accuracy when you're shooting shields. Yep, and lose it when you're shooting May walls and stuff like like that. I think. Really? Okay. I don't know for sure, but I'm just uh, kind of speculating. Yeah, you're right. They may that might have been a typo. They just may have missed it. Uh, well, thank you, Priest. Appreciate that. That's a great part of having the live stream going. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So in terms of hero uh, hero picks, not hero picks, sorry, but hero changes, we talked about it because it was in the PTR a week or two ago, but Orb of Discord and Orb of Harmony, when you have them apply to somebody, a meter, like a health bar, it will show up on the bottom right-hand side of your screen. Uh, and that will... It shows you with the help of the person you're healing and the person you have discorded. So it's pretty cool. Yeah. So yeah, it's be pretty awesome. Uh, what well, is pretty awesome because when I played with it, I liked it a lot on the PTR. So well, let's get into those bug fixes. Actually, here we go. Let me. Um, Megatron just said something in the chat. He says, "I'm not a console hater. Have a PS4, X1, Switch, but let's be real. OW is a PC first game. Like COD is a console first game." Um. That is true. Even though, like Call of Duty, their teams are they have split teams for PC and console, and they pat they treat PC and console pretty equally. Even though it's a little bit harder for them to handle PC than it is for them to actually handle console. But the way that the over the way that Blizzard has been handling Overwatch on the console is like if you want to compare those two, like how you know uh, Activision or they handle COD on PC versus the way Blizzard handles, um, you know, Overwatch on console. Overwatch or Blizzard is doing a worse job than they are. <laughs> if, if that, you know, that being the case. And those people on console, or I should say us, because I mean, I, I have I bought the game twice on console, essentially. Um, you know, they paid more. They, they had no choice but to pay $60 for the game. A lot of PC players paid $40 for the game. If they weren't going to support the game properly, they shouldn't have put it out on console in the first place. They shouldn't have. If they 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 promised the console community that the game would be balanced separately from PC, we saw one example of that. It needed to be reverted a long time ago, and it's still a problem. You know, then this new hero comes out, and that those are just that's just a recent example. Moira, there's other balance changes that they can make to the heroes. Um, there's balances that they can make in terms of the heroes that can definitely uh, that would definitely help the console community a bit more, but they haven't been doing them. But still, yeah, like they, they if they weren't going to support the game uh, the way fully, they should have never sold it on the console. The gamer in me agrees with you, but the businessman in me disagrees. I mean, but that's that's it doesn't negate the point. Still, <laughs> yeah, I'm just, yeah. I was saying those are the two different sides that I see. <clears throat> I a game that big. If I was 
Blizzard, I would for sure release it, whether I planned on supporting it fully or not. As a gamer, I think it's crappy. Right, yeah, and they're like they're the people who play it on console really like it. Like they like they, if you if they if you're still playing Overwatch on console on a regular basis, I mean they really really like it, and it sucks for them that the company that they're kind of they they want to uh, that they want to play this game with is not necessarily supporting it and kind of just ignoring them. Like there's still a huge issue with the reporting system. Like a lot of reports, you know, if somebody gets banned, they can't go to microsoft or sony or blizzard they can't go to any of those places to get the answers like why did i get banned what happened (laughs) you know or if they're trying to get something done for the longest time they didn't even have a reporting system how long did it take them to get a reporting system in the game the game should have launched with one it should have launched with one and it didn't are they the only ones that haven't had have one on xbox that isn't part of the xbox reporting i think it might be the only one the only one I can think of. What do you mean? I mean, that has their own separate reporting system outside of the Xbox Live reporting system. Yeah, I don't think the PS4... Well, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure... No, you can report people on PS4 just on their accounts in general. Yeah, I think that's how Xbox is. I don't think there's any other game that has their own separate in-game reporting. But I'm not uh, sure about that. Yeah, I'm not sure. I don't play enough uh, games that I report somebody on console. Most of my console games are single-player. Uh, Tooth Dirk said most console players don't understand hero changes because there's nothing in-game that tells them the hero changed. Oh, good uh, point. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Like they, that's a, that's, that's a good point. There's no patch notes. There's, there's no, no patch launcher. notes or anything like that. Most of them probably won't even notice that the, the patch note number has changed. So that's actually a really, really good point that he just brought up there. So, you know, I mean, when they did make those Torb and uh, Symmetra changes, people probably didn't even notice that those changes happened. They just noticed that they were less effective. That sucks <laughs> now, man. <laughs> yeah, they just swapped it off. But let's get back to the patch notes here. Let's talk about these hero bug fixes. There's a bunch. And I can't believe Doomfist was this broken. I can't believe it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. There was a guy that uh, made up a whole report on like the 20 some or 30 some different different Doomfist bugs. I think we might have. I think we covered it. I don't know. I don't recall. Talk, at least not in this detail, because I have uh, 12 things here in regards to Doomfist that it got fixed in this patch that I can't re- that I can't. And- uh, there were some others the patch prior too. Yeah, or maybe I just remember reading the PTR. I don't so, know. There were some fixes in the patch before this, though. So here's here's what got fixed on Doomfist and why we may see more Doomfist coming up. Fixed the bug that prevented Doomfist rocket punch from destroying breakable objects. Okay. Fixed the bug that could cause Doomfist rocket punch to not uh, rocket punch knockback to be inconsistent if he collided with an enemy using a movement ability, uh, e.g. Winston's Leap. So I can see how that could be a problem. Fix the latency issue that caused Doomfist Rocket Punch to travel through an enemy instead of dealing damage. Been there, done that. That is a pretty bad one. Fix an issue that sometimes caused Doomfist Rocket Punch directional movement to be unpredictable. Fix an issue that allowed enemies to jump over Rocket Punch instead of taking damage. Fix a bug that caused enemy players hit by Doomfist Rocket Punch to sometimes move along the wall impacted instead of taking damage. Fix a bugs that fix the bug that caused Doomfist to move along the terrain if he had impacted with Rocket Punch. 
Fix the issue that caused enemies hit by Doomfist Rocket Punch to impact inclines instead of traveling up them. Yeah, that, that would piss me off if I was on a hill and I got impacted by a punch. Um, fix the bug that caused Doomfist Rocket Punch to deal wall impact damage to Mercy if she used Valkyrie. Goddamn. <laughs> fix the bug uh, that caused Doomfist Rocket Punch to activate before intended if he was near May's Ice Wall. Fix the bug that sometimes caused Doomfist to fall through the ground if you seismic, seismic slam on inclines. And fix the bugs that canceled Doomfist Seismic Slam when it was unable to reach the target's location. That is a lot of bad Doom bugs. That, yeah. That's pretty the bad. The worst one was the traveling through the enemy. You know how I'm always saying, I don't see the things where I shoot somebody and it doesn't register. Definitely saw this all the time. Whenever I did happen to play Doomfist, I'm like, dude, I just went through him. I hit him. There's no freaking way I didn't hit him. Right. And that's why, because that I'm pretty sure that bug was pretty prevalent too. Yeah. Like I, I can't believe it. One, they had this many bugs with the character. Two, they allowed it to go on for this long. You know, like that's it's been uh when did Doomfist come out? In August, in July, July, Doomfist. So, like, it's been almost about six months since that. Like, yeah, like that's that's a long time to have all these issues with the character. Uh, So, with all these fixes, we may see him more frequently. Actually, I've been seeing him more frequently anyway because I think people thought that the fixes were already in the game. I think I think some of them were, but I thought a lot of them that are on this list were already in the game. And I tried him out a couple of times. I was like, man, I don't know, man. It still feels wank- wonky. Yeah. And there are additional bug fixes. One that I've been complaining about for some time, and it's Junkrat's rip tire going silent and not being able to hear it. And that was a bug on PC. Fix the bug that caused Junkrat's rip tire to be silent to enemies while traveling on rooftops or when airborne. Because uh, the thing is, like, that's been going on for quite some time, a though, long, right? A long, like, has it been going on since they changed him and added the, the second mine? Yeah, I think so. So I thought that's just what they, the way they wanted it I to be. I thought so, too. But I, I, was, I was thinking about how stupid is that, that because the move is so powerful. But, yeah, you get it on top of something, you put it into the air, and it stops making noise, and you only hear it when it's close to you again. That's too much. Yep, and then it's hard. I mean, you should be able to find it to shoot it. It's powerful. Yeah. So, yeah, that's a pain in the ass. That's going to be fixed now. Uh, fix the bug that caused Reinhardt's charge to knock back enemies instead of pinning them. They fixed this more than once already. <laughs> like, this is this has been a... This, this there bug. probably was multiple bugs with it. So yeah. it's, it seemed like a bigger bug when it happened more often because there were multiple bugs, maybe. That's just, that's just my guess. Maybe, but like, yeah, like I know that they fixed this before. They've I've been improved playing Reinhardt recently again too, and I just had this happen to me during placements, <laughs> yeah. like a few times. Yeah, I had it. I played Reinhardt not during placements, uh, but I played him a week or two ago, and I charged somebody, and they were almost square up with me, and they just knocked him out of play. I think they were trying to fix the issue where. If Reinhardt caught like your shoulder before, it would just suck you into his charge because that was a bit unfair. And then now you have this, but I don't know. Maybe they're, they're, they're still trying to find a balance between it. 
Uh, the last bug fix I wanted to bring up was that they fixed a the bug that caused Sombra to face the incorrect direction after she teleported with a translocator. So it'd be annoying. There you go. Now Sombra in meta. <laughs> you know, with yeah, that one bug Sombra. fix. Sombra is yeah. so hard to get to work correctly, and everybody that seems to want to play Sombra doesn't want to talk, and it's impossible to play Sombra if you're not talking, talking, and like educating and letting people know when you're going to use your stuff. It's very rare that I run into a Sombra that actually does that, and you don't do that. Don't play her. You really got to communicate with the team when you play with Sombra, because it's just not going to be as effective if not. So, But... All right, well, now that the patch notes are done, let's go ahead and move on to the PTR report. PTR report. Okay, so we, uh, it was over the weekend, we got, we got some pretty, uh... Whack. Whack. <laughs> whack news, Bob. That's, that's, that's the sound of Jeff hitting Mercy over the head with the Nerf bat. <laughs> well, yeah, we're going to get to Nerf, we're going to get to Mercy. Let's talk a little bit about Junkrat first uh junkrat is getting a nerf his concussion mine now does less damage the farther it away farther away it is from a target um that really should have been the case from the beginning let's be honest yeah i think especially, this is a good change i think it's a really good change it puts a lot more skill to his mind especially when he got two of them how could they think it was okay i don't know i thought they were for sure going to drop the the damage of the mines but i mean this is actually better because if you have a, you have to be right on it to get the the one twenty. So even the cheeky traps that if the trap isn't right on top of the mine, you're not going to get that one that one twenty. So it's a it's a pretty good nerf, and it still leaves him with the mobility which he so much needed before to even be relevant. They still could do maybe a tweak to how far his, how many times his his grenades bounce, because sometimes that could be an ish an ish an issue. I heard a uh, PVP Twitch talking about that and how that kind of makes him really OP in certain situations because he could just roll grenades in and as the person going up against junk uh, junk rat, you you can't really get a feel for when the grenades are going to go off. So it's sometimes really hard to, to dodge them. Right. That is true. Uh, we, we've, we've gone over junk rat so many times. I'm going to go ahead and not <laughs> say anything this time. But we both agree that this one change, whether it's done or not, this is a good change, right? This is a good change. This is a start. It's a start. <laughs> I agree that it might be a start. There might be some other things that might need to be done. But yeah, we've talked about it at length. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's talk mercy. This is gonna this is gonna hurt some feelings. This is gonna hurt. Actually, Mel just said she's logging off because nobody wants to hear this. But mercy is getting hit with the nerf bat, like Bob said. So Valkyrie specifically is getting hit with the nerf bat. No long Valkyrie no longer makes resurrection resurrection instant. Valkyrie no longer grants a bonus charge of res. Guardian Angel speed boost reduced by 50% and duration is reduced from 20 seconds to 15 seconds. I thought it should have been 15 seconds from the beginning because 20 seconds is a long fucking time in Overwatch. And the 15 seconds brings it in line with Arissa's ultimate, which does stand up for a pretty long time. So, um, yeah. go ahead. Go ahead. Honestly... 
I think they could have just solved the problem by just doing nothing but cutting it from 20 seconds to 10. I mean, I'm okay with her being unkillable for 10 seconds. I'm cool with that. And what the heck's the point of even doing a res if you're still going to have to wait for it? I mean, it just... The ult is just a glorified Zenyatta ult now that you can... A glorified hybrid between Zenyatta alt and Orisa alt. So, why? I got a theory. Okay. They're going to kill Rez. You think so? I think they're going to kill Rez. And they're prepping everybody for it. They're making it less and less important in the game. We're gonna, they're going to try to make it less and less important in the game. But I think they're going to kill Rez. Um, because th- 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 this is why Mercy... Th- th- obviously, they're trying to bring down Mercy's kind of play rate. Because it's like you have to have her. You have to have you her know? in pro play. When she goes down, you, you know at that point... 95% of the time the team the team fights over. Yeah, but you have to like, have that's her. That's not cool. And the reason you have to have her it's res. Res is an extremely powerful ability. Extremely powerful ability for for a shooter, especially in in Overwatch. Even if res you only have it 30 seconds and it takes 1.25 seconds to use, but if you can use it, you can bring somebody back that's still an extremely powerful ability and people are still going to pick Mercy because being able to undo a mistake in a game like this is extremely important. It's you know? that uh, reset button. Pretty much. I mean, you have to look at the way shooters are played in general, right? I mean, yes, Overwatch does... Uh, it, it is a bit of a different shooter. It does do its own thing to a, to a degree, right? Um... But at the same time, you still fought, you still have the same kind of feedback patterns that a regular shooter has. Killing somebody makes you feel good in the first person shooter. Yep. And Overwatch has one of the highest TTKs I've ever seen. Like, do you know what a TTK is? Team. No. 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 Okay. TTK is time to kill. It's from the moment that you, like, oh, as okay. a player, you start engaging another player and you're trying to kill them. How long? Does that happen? How like how how long is that fight? Uh, you have games with very low TTKs, like Call of Duty, uh, would probably be one of the lowest, right? You turn around a corner, you see somebody inside of a second. That person can be dead as long as you're not trash. Let's just let's just say we're talking about two people of equal skill, average player of equal skill here along this conversation, right? I should gonna, have known this too, because as soon as you said it, I thought TTL, which as you know, time is, to leave. Yeah, time to leave. Is, yeah. time, is DNS time to live, so I shouldn't yeah. have done that. Yeah, but it's it's basically like, yeah, it's time to kill. So like Call of Duty, like I said, very low TTK. You turn around a corner, you walk in a room, you see somebody, boom, you couple, you know, they're dead within a second. Uh, a game like Destiny has a bit of a higher one. Uh, up until now, arena shooters were considered probably some of the highest TTKs. You play Halo, you play Unreal Tournament, you play Quake, Arena. Those have high TTKs because there's a lot of movement abilities. There's health packs you can get. You know, there's there's options to kind of keep you alive. Overwatch, without any of the extra stuff, has an arena-style shooter time to kill, right? Like, you're not going to walk around a corner and kill somebody inside of a second. You have to wear their health down at the least 150 hit points. So that's actually considered a, a kind of a high time it's to very, kill. It's very brawly. 
Yeah. Even more so, brawly probably than, definitely more brawly than even like a Halo style game. Exactly. Yeah, it is. So you have, you have the TTK of like a, an arena style shooter, but then on top of that, you add shields, right? You add armor. Healing. You add barriers and you add healing on top of all that. So actually as, as a player, Stay you you have staying alive is in your favor. Like that's in your favor, you staying alive and not dying. To actually be able to kill another player in Overwatch, that is that feels really good because despite having barriers that you might have had to shoot through, shields that they may have had, armor they might have had, and being healed by their healer, they're still dead, right? So yep. it's frustrating with somebody getting away from a fight all the time, but you being able to kill them is great. But then at the same time, you can just have somebody swoop in, boop, undo, sorry, try again. That is a tremendous, like, fuck you. Like, you know, that, yeah. that, 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 that's a really bad feeling. Especially I, as, a re, as a regular uh, ability. I know it's on a 30-second cooldown, but I think we can all agree that Overwatch has been weird since, I mean the number one rule broke. I mean, even when she had the big res, at least it was when she had her ult and you knew she had her ult and, you know, sometimes it was really bad, but with the 32nd thing, it negated the number one rule of engagement in Overwatch. You get a pick, you go in and I don't know. It's just, well, the number one rules don't die, but yes. <laughs> one of the main, you know, understood things is somebody goes down without any communication your team knows to go in now it, it hasn't been that way since the change and i i think you're right i think well i think i think i think you might be right i'm just gonna go with that i think that they might be gearing up to get rid of res now i that think you mention it there's too much there's too many other ways to keep you alive in the game that if you die they they're either just that good that they killed you or you made a mistake so you're gonna it's gonna force people to make less mistakes watch their positioning you know shit like that or or maybe even be more vigilant of you know enemies coming into play because in the back of your mind you know that mercy you once you're dead you're done like you're out of the game for how many seconds like that it's a total of like 12 like if you count actually know if you count the respawn timer, like the respawn timer is 10 plus like, you know, it's probably, like probably 12, 13 seconds. You're out of the game once you die. Um, you know, well, so that's and the, the time it takes you to walk back. Yes, exactly. So it'll make, it would actually make the game a bit more skill based, right? You wouldn't have, it wouldn't be as much of a cushion for players who are, uh, you know, not on top of things. You know, it would, it would also make less, less, Educators, that's the word I would less experienced mercies. It would help them to not stagger teams on accident because that happens and Mercy's already staggered and then she staggers another person by resing them when everybody else is dead. Right. Yeah. I mean, alternatively, if they don't get rid of res, because if they do, obviously if they if they did, it would be a, a massive, massive outcry about it i can also see them nerfing how much like how uh how much health you get on res you know like well we said that before 
What, what the res should it should probably only bring you back at fifty percent health. That's going to stop Mercy from bringing back anybody to begin with, because if you're on the front line and you get res, but you only have 50 health, you know, like it's it's kind of like, OK, well, uh, you're just going to die again and feed the enemy ults. Yeah. And you're not going to bring back a Reinhardt with all with all of his armor and everything else. You could bring him back and then the whole team would have to help. Well, the supports would have to help get him back up quick. Exactly. Yeah, back yeah. up to, to full health, or somebody else would have to pop, uh, you know, Zarya barrier to give the healer enough time to get him back. It's, you know, it just adds a little bit more. But honestly, I'd just rather I would rather it just not be in the game. Yeah, I, more and more, I'm hearing people saying, "Just take Mercy out of the game. Just take Mercy out of the game." I don't think they should remove Mercy from the game. I think they should just take Res out the game, and they should do something to help Mercy uh, become more powerful. Maybe a burst heal on top of her regular heal as well, like a burst heal ability, right? Or the thing about Mercy that's just kind of rough is that she either she doesn't do any extra damage, whereas all the other supports do. Right. And I mean, you can do quite a bit of damage with Lucio, and quite 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 a bit with um, Zen. But quite a bit with Anna, you can choose one or the other. But Mercy choosing damage is just dumb. You know, unless she's getting a quick kill on somebody, it's just dumb. So yeah. that that's that's where, you know, Rez brought her back in. And, I mean, she's she hasn't been in the meta for the majority of the game's release time. I know she was a must-pick in the beta and... You know, a little after that, but the you know she got nerfed to where she couldn't get the res off, and she wasn't in the meta, at least the pro meta, for a long time. Right. But it's still, it's it's just she's too powerful now, and I don't know what you do. I think I think you're right, though. I think res is be a good thing to start with. Yeah, I think it's just because. So Overwatch isn't the only first person shooter where there's a character that can bring somebody back to life, right? Battlefield, the medic can, as long as you you know you're within a certain time period. I actually believe it's also ten seconds. You can just hop on somebody, boop, bring them back to life, and there is no cooldown on that, Bob. I could dolphin dive like a couple people and bring them back to life like, yep. that quickly. But the but reason you die so quickly, so you, you go out there to res somebody and like it's real easy to get popped if they right. were if they were already out in front of something. That's true, but also the thing about Battlefield is that bringing somebody back to life doesn't disrupt the game as much as Mercy bringing back somebody back to life in Overwatch. Like, you can bring back, like, three, four people back to life in Battlefield, and while their tickets will not be taken, the game still continues, you know, like... And it's a crazy different game, too. I mean, I played a lot of Battlefield 2 and a lot of Battlefield 2142. Yeah. And hundreds of hours of of that back in the day, and it's just a very different game. And that's because the time to kill is very low, versus a game where the time to kill is a is very long. You kill somebody finally, and then you bring them back. Like that's yeah. It, Everybody talks about one shot kills. Try playing try playing Battlefield Two. You get hit with all kinds of shit tanks without even else. seeing it. Without even saying it's like, it. what killed me? I don't even yeah. know. <laughs> or some dumbass, he lands his jet on top of you by accident. <laughs> Dude, the jets were so hard to fly in that game. 
uh, the dude, like I, I remember when I stopped playing Battlefield 2. I had been playing it for a while. Quick story. Yeah, I've been playing it for a while, and I was just in the game, and I was frustrated, and I had spawned back on the carrier, on one of the carriers, and I was just about to hop into a helicopter, and I, the guy, this guy, this douchebag, just, he sees me go into a helicopter, he jumps in front of me, gets in the helicopter, <laughs> takes off, immediately loses control of the helicopter, flips it over, lands in the water. I'm just like, I'm done with this fucking game. <laughs> I'm, I'm Dude, out. <laughs> helicopter, like that's, it was just very realistic that in flying a, in flying a helicopter, because that's oh. what, uh, they actually had to get helicopter pilots to fly the first Harrier jets. Those are the jets that take off. Yes. Uh, uh, I'm telling for the listeners. Yeah, the users, yeah. They take off vertically, and then they fly off after they've risen up like a helicopter. They actually yeah. had to get helicopter pilots because the regular pilots kept flipping them. <laughs> uh, so, True yeah, story. you know who, um, one uh, one uh, quick thing and then move on. You know who's really good at flying helicopters in Battlefield? Who? Bond. Jason Bond, Emery. He was excellent at that shit. Like, I would hop in the gunner seat and it would be like being on, a, on, on like an on-rail shooter with him. Like he just like pulled me up to the side and I just lay out a bunch of people and he moved away. It was awesome. But is enough. he coming on for episode one hundred? Uh, I'm gonna make him come on for episode one hundred. Nice, so. nice. I'm gonna, hold, I'm gonna hold his chinchilla hostage until he comes <laughs> on to the episode. He has chinchillas, folks. <laughs> Not the coats, the actual animal. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right. So let's move on to our final topic here, um, which may be a quick topic. Does Reinhardt need a buff? And this is something that I got out of the forums. There's a uh, popular thread right now in the forums. I think it's called, well, it's called, no, it's called uh, Reinhardt's Shield Uptime is still half of Arissa's. It actually has quite a bit of support. Let me look at that. 430 likes. It's highly rated. A lot of people angry out there that Reinhardt uh, is not, you know, they, they think that Rein, there's no reason to play Reinhardt over Arissa. Uh, you know, he says that one um, reason is why I play Ryan over Arissa. So I have like a hundred hours on Ryan and I'm stuck with Arissa. Okay. That's one reason to play. It's a valid Ryan. reason though. That is a valid reason. Like you don't want to go in like, oh, I don't really know Arissa. So I'm just going to kind of like, and Arissa is really a character that you can fuck up. You can totally be dead weight with Arissa. And I know her, but I don't have the automatic, like, the characters I play a lot in my brain, I know when my cooldown's up without looking at it. All right. You know, I, I, I have that memory and I can hit it and know that it's going to be up without even looking down to make sure it's up. Arissa, I do not have that timing down with getting the shield back, back down. I play against Arissa's that are good at that. And I realize how bad I am when I play her. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So like his main, uh, Let's say, I'll just read the form. But it says, uh, you know, Reinhardt's uh, shield time, shield uptime is still half of Arissa's, and nothing is being done about it. There is literally no reason to take Ryan or Arissa now, since you spend half the time waiting for your shield to recover. Meanwhile, Arissa is constantly shielding and damaging and damage dealing. Can we please get a small shield buff so that he can compete with Arissa? If um, I agree with him, if they keep Arissa's shield the way it is now, they need to make his shield recharge faster. Uh, yeah. I definitely well, agree with that. I do. I disagree only because playing Reinhardt, like 
it just take in my opinion it takes a lot of communication with your team and not letting your shield break what it sounds like to me is this person is letting their shield break a lot because if you let your choke yeah yeah you stand at the choke you let your shield break you have the five second cooldown and then you only get 500 um uh hit points back and actually where is it he i'm pretty sure later on in this thread him or somebody who agrees with him says that you know Arissa can constantly every eight seconds she pops out a new shield whereas reinhardt once your shield breaks you only get a a, a 500 damage shield every five seconds that tells me that you're letting your shield break um you really shouldn't be just standing at the checkpoint. We've covered this, and it's all prepared to attack. You should not be, if you're at a choke point, you should not be just standing at a choke point absorbing damage unless your team is ready to go. If yeah. you are pushing a payload, it's actually easier to play in Reinhardt because you got to communicate with your team. Okay, I'm half. I'm at a quarter. At least that's what I do. I say, I'm at a quarter shield. Get behind the payload, and then we get our asses behind the payload, and we kind of let it, uh, you know, use the payload for cover. But, you know, yes, Arissa can... She can every eight seconds she can output a eight hundred damage shield, eight hundred sorry, eight hundred uh, health shield. But it is stationary, and enemies can definitely take advantage of that. I mean, like when I play when I'm playing like um when I play Zarya versus an Orisa, yeah, sure, I'll let her throw her shield down and I will walk right through that shit after. <laughs> like Orisa, like you know, Orisa is just. She's not a dud when you get close to her, but she's definitely more vulnerable when you get close to her. She has a huge body. She has a huge head. You can put in a lot of damage to her. Uh, even I'll, that close... Go ahead. I was going to say, I'll agree with you if you have something to push her back. Like Lots of times, I'll love to jump either in front of Orissa or behind her and boop her either in front of her shield or behind it. Yeah. But if you... If you use the shield and jump back and forth through it like Winston does, you can utilize it pretty well and i do think she should have she should have more shield uptime than reinhardt i just don't think she should have as much more shield uptime uh she could literally just drop that sucker all the time and it's super frustrating um but if that's the way they want to keep her then i just think ryan should have just a just a little bit of a buff to how fast it recharges i still want it to break and everything or maybe they just make Ryan's shield that uh, that like if it breaks, it has a long cooldown before it starts to recharge, but it recharges a lot faster if you don't let it break type of thing. Right. Maybe that, um, but it definitely, it's definitely just, it's so much more uptime. The thing about Arissa's shield is that, I mean, you can output, 1600 or 1800 uh 1800 in shield pretty easily but you can also break that down very quickly between like a diva and a junk rat you know if you focus that shield twice she's really not gonna have she should not have her her shield should not have cooled down for her to pop out another one immediately if you she if you see her first shield you break it and then she pops out another one you break that you can push into her and it puts it puts her in her in danger. Like when I see my second shield is breaking, I tell everybody like, "Yo, back up because they're coming in." <laughs> you know, they like they, they can come in at this point because you can't get it back up. But Arissa shield, Arissa, the fact that Arissa shield is stationary, and the fact that she is more vulnerable up close, Reinhardt, that mobile shield makes a difference. Like you know, he has a huge mobile shield, and 
you should not be getting close to him, unlike Arissa. Another thing to point out is everybody's noticing the Reinhardt problem right now, but also Lucio's not in the meta. And if there's one thing that makes Reinhardt a lot more effective, it's a speed-boosting Lucio. And that shield is freaking monster. So it's another thing people aren't factoring in is that Lucio's not in the meta right now, and Reinhardt moves real slow in. He's moving fast, and the shield's definitely a lot better. But I just think it needs a little bit of a buff. I don't think it should be near as much uptime as as Orissa's is because of the things that Reinhardt has over her. But she also she also has range. She also has she the ability to pull people off of off of high ground. So if we're she, talking about, oh, I'm sorry, go ahead, much finish. I was just. I was just saying, all I think is a little buff is needed to regeneration time. I think we're like we're not. There's two situations, right? If we're talking about a stationary shield, Arissa 100% has the advantage there because, like I said, she's ranged. She can output. She can keep popping out shields, uh, which is fine. But if you're talking about um, somebody who is actually needs, you need to move forward, and we need to move team forward. Not to mention. Uh, both Arissa and Reinhardt benefit from your teams using the shields, right? If your shield is taking an absolute pummeling, meaning that your team is not firing back at the other team, you know, that is a problem with the team. That is a problem with the team because your shield really shouldn't be getting just, like as a Reinhardt, your shield should just not be getting dropped that fast. Uh, If it's getting dropped that fast, that would tell me that the other side, there's not enough damage headed their way. I mean, obviously, it may be a little different when you have a Reinhardt shield versus a Reinhardt shield, but in many cases, you don't have a Reinhardt shield versus a Reinhardt shield, and still, your team is not outputting enough damage to at least make the other team, the, the enemy, move out the way, so they're not constantly just, you know, cracking your shield. Like, I rarely have a shield break on me now, and I when I, when I do play Reinhardt, um, I'm not. I don't constantly find myself hiding away i just don't want any more shields in the game that's why i don't even want to buff for reinhardt shield <laughs> well then then i think the orisha shield needs to have like a cooldown change or because i mean she could still move forward you know like like after they made the change to eight to eight seconds she could move forward pretty dang good like she's good on offense like, she is. Like, I mean, like she can, she can move forward. I mean, if you if you have a payload that's constantly in motion, you you have to put the shield pretty far ahead. At least that's what I do. Quite a bit. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, it's so it can meet it that way. Um, not saying she's useless on a payload, but for the most part, I would actually, if I if I want to lead the team, I would pick Reinhardt instead because then you know, like it makes it harder for the other team to even get close to the payload. I think that's kind of a pretty big advantage when you're pushing on offense. I think on defense, Arisa, Arisa definitely has an advantage, unless you're talking about shielding a Bastion, then I think a Reinhardt would do a little bit better. But, um, you know, on offense, I would definitely like Reinhardt. I'm just, I know I'm just really effective with Arisa, so that's why I pick her. I don't pick her because I think Reinhardt's less effective. I'm just more effective with her as a character. So yeah, I, I think it's think, pretty close. Yeah, I, I don't think Reinhardt needs a buff. I think he is... I think it's okay. I think the people in this thread specifically, maybe you need to look at your shield man, look into your shield management a bit more. Maybe listen to prepare to attack on Reinhardt, you know, because like just the way they were talking, it does sound a bit like you're they're letting their shields break a lot. 
With Reinhardt, you need communication. You can even turn around now to make sure your team's behind you. If your team's not behind you, nobody's shooting, tell them to tell whoever's behind you to get back. Like as a Reinhardt, you shouldn't be pushing in by yourself. You shouldn't be charging in by yourself. You should only be using your shield when you're protecting your team. That's the way it's supposed to work. Yep. So but uh all right, well let's go ahead and move into weekly updates and then we're gonna go ahead and uh wrap this bad boy up. Weekly updates. Okay, so we got two weekly updates. The Overwatch League app is out. Look at Bob's face. He is happy. Why are you happy about this, Bob? Tell me. It's just more Overwatch League stuff. It's a pretty cool app, too. And it added uh, added the little team emblem em- emojis right into my iPhone, right into the base text text message app. So that was pretty oh, it does. fun. Let me check mine. I, don't, I didn't even look. I did not look to see if that's there. Yeah, on the i on the iPhone in the base text message app, there's a whole bunch of different slots for apps to add their own emojis or images in. Yeah, I don't know but, if Android has that too. I don't know. I I have a lot of fucking emoji or emotes right now, and I don't like going all through them, so I'm not. <laughs> but um, yeah, the uh, the app is out. I really don't see myself using it because it really doesn't seem be any point to it. It doesn't have Chromecast support, so it's not like I can see a game pop up, yeah, hit it, a and, lot of complaints. And, and then cast it. There's no Chromecast support. Um, there is Chromecast support for Twitch, though, and since they hit, like they did announce today or was it yesterday that there's a today. they have a two, today okay they have a two year exclusive contract with Twitch for live streaming. So every Overwatch League game will be streamed live on twitch so if i'm going to watch it on a television that appears to be the way that i'm going to do it depends for me if it's on if you get points for watching it on mlg or from the website then i'll just use chrome to shoot it up to the chromecast good point yeah so yeah the, the app's out i'm well, I, I I wasn't gonna be excited about it anyway, because like, it's just an informational app. You know, it, it's basically gonna have stats and scores that you're probably gonna have put in your face as soon as the game is already done from various other sources anyway. So, uh, you know, I think that some people were hoping that the Overwatch League app would have stats for your characters. Um, that's that was a rumor that was going on. That's not the case here. I think that still might be to come, possibly, but. It's maybe. not there now. Yeah, maybe. So, but yeah, that that those are only those are only weekly updates. The Overwatch League app and that two year exclusive uh, live stream, and Overwatch League does start tomorrow. Well, when's the first match? Uh, six, six o'clock, I think. Six o'clock central. Six o'clock central. So with seven Eastern. So, yeah. All right. So you know, everybody. I know there's a lot of people looking forward to that. Hopefully it lives up to everybody's expectations. I do expect that there's going to be a, a, a pretty good starting crowd to watch it. Probably taper off a little bit during the season and then pop back up during playoffs. And, you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Here's to hoping, dude. Yeah, we'll see what happens here. I mean, nobody, none of, nobody can afford for this to fail right now. No matter what type of esports you're into you really can't afford for it to fail so everybody needs to be hoping that it works out but we'll see i just can't i'm just i i 
I can't get hyped about it. So uh, we'll see. But uh, yeah, we're going to go ahead and start closing up the show. Prepare to attack. Batch 5 is has started. The Hanzo, Farah, and Mercy episodes are out. Uh, we do have a Reaper episode on the way. I believe that will be out on Thursday of this week. So I believe that is the case. Uh, for those who are not here with us on the stream, uh, we do live stream every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on twitch.tv slash mash those buttons. So we'd love to have you here while we record. So, you know, if you if you have time, come and stop by. We want to hear your Overwatch stories, so definitely send them to us, whether it's funny, sad, angry, whatever. Send us your Overwatch stories. We'd love to hear from you. We do have a PS4 community and an Xbox One club. They're both called Watchpoint Radio Overwatch, so if you are on those consoles, please join those communities, and maybe we can get some games together next time I play. Uh, like I said, mentioned earlier, we do have a Discord, which is discord.me slash mash those buttons. And we'd love to have you there as well, no matter what platform you play on. Always like to talk about Heroes of Overwatch, which is a Facebook community that has players from every platform, and they uh, cover the latest news and the dankest Overwatch memes. So if you're looking for somebody to play with or you're just looking to keep up on that stuff, go ahead and check out Heroes of Overwatch on Facebook if you use Facebook. Uh, as always, thank you for listening. We are available on multiple podcast platforms. Uh, you can find us on either iOS or Android or PC, depending on how you listen to your podcast. Just search for Watchpoint Radio. And if you can't find it in your podcast platform of choice, you can go right to the Mash Those Buttons website and grab the RSS feed. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, you can follow us on Twitter at twitter.com slash watchpointradio. But you can also find us at twitter.com slash MTB site, facebook.com slash Mash Those Buttons, and youtube.com slash Mash Those Buttons. Bob, why don't you tell them where they can find you? You can find me on Twitter at Blazin underscore Bob. That's B-L-A-Z-Z-I-N underscore B-O-B. You can find me on Twitch at Blazin Bob. You can also find me now on the Overwatch League recap as, as well. Okay. And you can find me on Twitter at underscore jaw underscore. So it's underscore J-A-A underscore. Uh, like I said earlier, we'd love to hear from you. So you can send emails to WPRMatchthoseButtons.com or you can you know send us a tweet or leave something on the Facebook page or on the website, however you want to contact us. We try to watch out for that stuff. And uh, if you want to help support the show, uh, there's a few ways you can do that. One, you can share the show with others that you think will enjoy the show. You can also give us a rating and review on your podcast platform of choice. Those are also a huge help. We do have a Teespring store where we have Watchpoint Radio merchandise, uh, like T-shirts and mugs, teespring.com slash store slash mash those buttons. Bob with the product placement. Again, great job, Bob. And finally, we are a Twitch affiliate, so you can uh, subscribe to our channel. And that's, that's also a big help for us as well if you give us a sub on Twitch. Uh, thank you very much for those who have done so. We really do appreciate it. And uh, maybe soon we'll have some other ways to help support uh, the, sh the, the show and the network as well. So we'll keep you guys, uh, you know, in tune with that. Uh, I also encourage you guys to check out mashlessbuttons.com slash shows so you can see all the other podcasts that we have available on the network. We have two World of Warcraft podcasts, one that deals with community, the other one is with story and lore. Uh, they're WoW Talk and Turning the Goblin, respectively. We have Double Tap, which is for the fighting games in the fighting game community, and we have Sit Rep Radio, which is for the Division, if you're still playing the Division. So, you know, you should check those out. They're all great podcasts. They are JAW-approved. And they'd love to have you as a listener. So with that, 
We are done here. Thank you for listening, guys, and we will catch you next week. Uh, uh, excuse me. Bye, guys. <laughs> Later. <laughs>